This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 340 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by 2K Gray and Total Saddle Fit. Today we've got equine massage tips with Jennifer Oliver, a cool new line of equestrian clothing that is modern and fun, Megan McIsaac on holiday shopping and a Total Saddle Fit trainer tip, plus listener holiday voicemails. Listen in. This is Reese Koffler-Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to The Dressage Radio Show with our producer and awesome guy, Glenn. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's true. Awesome Very true. Awesome, awesome guy. guy. I love yeah. it. You are an awesome guy. Hey, I got to thank you. you, too, for joining us for a little bit. We didn't get to have you guys on for a whole hour at the Radiothon on Monday, but uh, you were here. Uh, you did stop by. Reese stopped by in the morning, and Philip called in dur- during Horse Husband's Hour, which was getting a little wild. So <laughs> From Japan. Oh, wait. Like, I made an effort. You did. You, know? you yeah, called from were, Japan. Huge. You were our only <laughs> Japanese caller. I can say that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know how much that call cost you, but uh, we appreciated uh, it. Actually, Skype is pretty awesome, actually. So, and we talked about weasel poop coffee. Uh, yes, we'll tell you a little bit about that because uh, a little later in the show, because Philip took an exotic trip this year, uh, <laughs> so he's always takes exotic trips. So I can't wait to hear about it. Yes. Hey, hey! But first, the radiothon went great. It was, a, I think, it was an overwhelming success. We had a great time. We had, uh, we had like thirty guests. We had Bob Baffert uh, and some other unbelievable guests all day long. And then we had two hundred and fifty of our listeners call in during the day. Yeah, uh, lots of auditors calling in. I, I yes, the auditors were having a great time. And the auditors yeah. have their own Facebook page. And I'm telling you, if you're not an auditor, you need to become an auditor because they have a blast. They they must. Yeah, they really? they They had a chat going on during the radiothon that was like 500 long. I mean, it was... (laughs) It was crazy. They were just talking all day long, and they really do have a good time in there. Um, yeah. So check- it was cool. I was I was watching it the whole time. It was fun. Yeah, it really was fun. Well, one of the things that happened during the day is we asked for voicemails, and that was sponsored by Equestrian Collections, our voicemail line. And we asked for creative, uh, you know, voicemails or just to call in and say hi. And we got some for the Dressage Show, but we weren't able to play them because you know uh, because of Professor Reese and uh, traveling <laughs> Philip. So uh, I do have them here for you if you want to take a listen now. All right, let's do. Okay, let's play these for you. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. These listener voicemails are brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com for the whole universe of holiday shopping. Hello, Dressage Radio Show. This is Mogi Bearden Muller wishing all the listeners and Reese and Philip and, well, nobody can ever f- forget about Glenn. That's right. A happy, happy holidays. <laughs> and Jen, too. Hello, Horse Radio Network. Abby here, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. With a special shout-out to Reese and Philip from the Dressage Show. 
And now, for a special haiku written by my horse Shiloh. Merry Christmas, my human. I see a halter. Bye, and happy holidays. These are Russian holiday greetings to Reason Philip, to all listeners of the Dressage Radio Show, and to all hosts and listeners of the Horse Radio Network. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. There you go. You were the only one to get that. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. But the prettiest sight you'll see are the horses that will be out your own front door. A pair of Cavallo boots and a pony that scoots are the wish of Wendy and Glenn. Horses that rock and will go for a walk are the wish of Jamie and Jen. And Philip and Reese can hardly wait for showing to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, there's a tree in the Grand Hotel. One out fox hunting as well. The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Soon the sleigh bells will start. And the thing that will make them ring is the carol that you sing. Right within your heart. Right within your heart. Merry Christmas. Visit Equestrian Collections because they make your holiday shopping super easy. They have a huge equestrian gift guide with everything from dream gifts to grandma guides or a perfect gift for your trainer this holiday season. If you love what is new, trending, or the latest equestrian styles, Equestrian Collections is the place for you. Visit equestriancollections.com slash hrngifts. Plus, for Horse Radio Network listeners only, use the coupon code GETGIFTED, all one word, Get gifted to get free shipping over $79. And listen to the last episode of the Stable Scoop Radio Show for the 2015 Holiday Buying Guide from Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com slash hrngifts. We have some talented listeners, guys. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Beautiful. That, yes. that was Elizabeth Muller, and she is uh, from Oregon, and she wrote that herself. We actually used it as the opener to the entire Radiothon. Uh, and we had her on the Horses in the Morning show on Wednesday just to tell her how unbelievable her voice was, right? And she's not a yeah. professional singer. She said she doesn't even like to really sing in public a whole lot, but she loves the shows, and she wanted to write a uh, a song. And, and I said, well, you, you were the opening song, and I just wanted you guys to hear it and your listeners to hear it. And then, and then of course, Jamie says, well, let's sing together. And, you know, like commanded her to sing uh, another song, and she just went right into it. And she's wow. the most beautiful voice. <laughs> she really wow. does. And then Vera Rubasova, your Russian listener. Love her. Uh, yeah. So she chiped in there, and that was fun. Amazing. Uh, yeah. We've had, we yeah, had a whole thanks, bunch of... Vera. We had some Swiss... Uh, we, had, we have uh, some Swiss listeners who... Uh, actually a lot over there, who listen, and they got together in their barn, and they sang a Swiss Christmas carol for us. Uh, we had the most amazing voicemails. We have some really talented listeners. They actually make us look like crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't want to say that too loud. <laughs> very, very, 
But thank you to all of them for, for putting in the time and effort yeah, to do those things. and to send them. You know, they took a lot awesome. of time to write some of the songs and poems that they did. And, and Except for that haiku. That was pretty short. I don't get haikus. Uh, I thought it was funny, <laughs> but I don't get it. Was it was awesome. Yeah, I don't get, <laughs> I don't get what they do. But uh, thank you for the, for the effort for everybody. Awesome. Thank you. Do you want to go right into our first guest? Yes, let's and then do we're, it. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to talk about Philip's trip because I, I got to hear about this. Um, <laughs> Jordan Manfredi is with 2K Gray, a brand new sponsor here to the Horse Radio Network and specifically the Dressage Radio Show. She is so excited to come on and talk to Reese and Philip. So let's get Jordan on the line. Well, guys, I'm going to help you out a little bit tonight because I would like to welcome a brand new sponsor to the Dressage Radio Show. On behalf of the Horse Radio Network, we would like to welcome 2K Gray uh, to the Horse Radio Network and specifically your show. And we have Jordan with us, who's with 2K Gray, to tell us all about it. Hi, Jordan. Hi. How are you guys? We are fantastic, Jordan. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be a part of this show. And, uh, to let everyone know about 2K Gray. And I got to tell you, Reese and Philip, I met Jordan at the last American Equestrian Trade Association show in Philadelphia in August, I believe it was. And she was wearing these great blingy jeans. And uh, they were so unusual, and you don't see those uh, too often at Ada. And I said, what are those? We got talking, and that's how this whole thing started. It's because Jordan looks really good in 2K Gray. Love it! Love it. It's very kind of you. I appreciate that. I, Like I said uh, on the other show, uh, Horses in the Morning, I live in them. They are my new go-to yoga pants, and everyone is happier for it. <laughs> I love it. Well, tell us about the company. What is 2K Gray, for those that don't know? And it's the number two, the letter K, G-R-E-Y. You got it. So 2K Gray is the brainchild of Chris Pinto. So what 2K Gray stands for is 2 the letter K. So it was started by Karen Lip and Chris Pinto. So they are big dressage names and um, they had two gray horses. So they teamed up with Meryl Ramza, who designed for Victoria's Secret. And they decided that it's time to find a gene and create a gene that you can wear from the stable to the streets, uh, you know, to pick up your kids, to travel in. And they created this gene that is really, it's a performance gene, but it's also your favorite fashion gene as well. So we coined it as the bridge that looks and feels better than your favorite gene. And what's really fantastic about it is that you can do so much in it. You don't have to stop and change and, you know, add one more thing to your list of, of all the things that you have to do in a day. And what we really pride the brand on is honoring women and their adventurous spirit and celebrating all different body types and all the things that a woman does in her daily life because we know it's not just riding horses. It's you know mucking stalls, it's going shopping, it's picking up your kids, it's going out with friends for a drink or going on a date. And you know we really want to be you know almost the Lululemon of yoga pants, um, but in riding bridges and. They're really fantastic. I, I, you know, 150% believe in the brand. I'm all about it. And I wear them. My friends wear them. And they're just super comfortable. And they fit almost everybody I've put them in, which is, you know, a hard thing to say um, with jeans because jeans can be one of those things that, you know, 
<laughs> or a pain in the butt to fix. I was but gonna say the guys <laughs> don't know. I don't. I don't know butt. if they really know. No, I've been wearing the same can... style of Wranglers <laughs> for my entire <laughs> yeah. life, fifty years, and they haven't changed them in fifty years. That's so. what I was gonna say. I was like, Jordan, they don't. I don't know if these you're guys. Very, I mean, love you boys, but. Yeah. Yeah, no. The struggle is real for us. Women. Exactly. That's what I was like. This is such a real problem, and I just this is such a great solution, and I love that they're comfortable as well. Um, yeah. I because I, I Jordan, I actually knew of this company because uh, I'm friends with Karen Lip, so I oh, she's knew, wonderful. Yeah, she's fantastic. So I remember actually I was trying a horse at her barn in Georgia, and she was she had just started the company. So and I was like, that is the best idea. One of those like, why didn't I think of that idea? Uh, yep. So it's so fun to see it now actually, you know, have developed over time. And, um, you know, it really is true. It's it's such a, a struggle. Um, I, I am one of those, you know, I'm one of those that I have to run, you know, I'm like, okay, I have an hour and I've got to run in and go grocery shopping or I, ha- you know, and to be able to have some britches that I don't have to worry about. Like, I'm one of those people that actually I, I would always take a pair of jeans and come out of my britches so Mm -hmm. the fact that I can take that step out is fantastic I love it yeah yeah it's it's a really it's a great jean and you know it's a great jean all around I mean we what we pride our brand on is that we can fit sizes we go by waist size and we have every two inches so from 24 inch waist to a 40 inch waist and we fit riders up to six feet tall as well and Unlike a lot of other riding jeans slash britches, um, there's no fastener on the bottom. So you don't have to worry about your boots rubbing. Rub. And with, yeah. Ooh, yes, it, oh, and it's, te- it's terrible. I it's mean, very that's painful. all you think about when you're riding. Yeah. Yes. And then the other thing that I love, because I'm a shorty, I'm 5'3", I'm but, you know, even though the jeans are one length and can fit riders up to six feet tall, they have this performance stretch in them that you can tuck them under and they look perfectly hemmed with a stiletto, a wedge, whatever you feel like going out. And I've, I've worn them out in the city. I've gone to concerts in them and, you know, I can get down. I can do some good dance moves in them, which, which is always like fun. <laughs> oh, I like this because I'm tall. So it, that's not a, that's not an issue that we have to worry about because I have really long legs and that sometimes that is an issue for me is, is number one, the fastener on the bottom and number two, yeah. that they get too, that, that they're not long enough. And so that that's yeah. fantastic that they, that that's not an issue. Yeah. Love it. And we've, we've done, yeah. And you know what? We, we do a lot of market research. We, we are constantly putting stuff on our Facebook page and talking to our customers. We've got, you know, almost 20 brand ambassadors um, from Tina Conyoy to Catherine Rose Chamberlain to Krista Hoffman. And, you know, they're not just, you know, getting free product, we're constantly asking them, you know, to field test, to tell us what they think. And, you know, we're always looking for feedback. You know, one of the things that was brought up is the bling on the back. So we, we love having, adding a little bit of pop of bling or some interesting stitching to kind of let your personality shine. And, you know, one of the concerns was that it scratches your saddle. So it actually doesn't because it's high enough. We were mid-rise but the pockets are high enough so that they don't touch your saddle. So, you know, we made sure of that. We, you know, we actually delayed our production this year with our new line because we feel tested with some three-day eventers because we said, you know what, do your worst, ladies. And they (laughs) did, and, you know, 
they, they came back to us and said, you know, we, we need a little more durable stitching. So we went back in production. We delayed everything and said, we've got to make this perfect. And we added um, additional stitching. Um, so we really, you know, we want to make the best riding breach that looks and feels better than your favorite jeans. Love it. Tell us so, a little so- bit about the new styles because I'm sure, I, I think that a lot of people are, are uh, know about 2K Gray, but I think you got some great new styles coming out. Just very recently, yes. right? For this holiday? Yes. Yep, exactly. We we just had our initial shipment of our four new styles of jeans. Um, and they're a little more minimalistic than the signature styles, which are very much blingy and lots of um, hand-done embroidery. This one's a little simpler for our more traditional riders. And um, we have the Patriot, the Wow, Swirls, and Horseshoe. And we actually had one of our... Uh, we threw out a contest out there for all our Facebook fans, and they actually got to name a pair of the jeans, which was fun. Um, and we also have new T-shirts, new hats. We have a new riding vest and a new riding jean jacket that pairs perfectly with the jeans, as well as some fun leather accessories. So we're expanding our, our line in a big way, which is exciting. Oh, I love it. See, I'm so not a fashionista and and everyone teases me that I need to get a little better. So I'm super excited that I can go on the website and check it out and become a little bit more, a little more trendy. I mean, you know, stepping out of the box a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait to get you a pair and, uh, Philip, your wife will look fantastic in them as well. So, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I think Can like, you please um, send a pair of Phillips size? Because I want to see yeah. Philip in them. Please. Oh, I don't. I don't. It's I don't. my rubber arm. <laughs> I think Philip could probably fit in mine. I'm just. I'm just saying. I know he's probably. We're not going to talk about this now, guys. But. Uh, <laughs> but I am super excited because I, this really is a real. It's. It, this is a rider issue. You know. It's. It's fantastic that. Um, like I said, I'm. I can't wait to wear sport them around Wellington and be able to go in and out of places all day long. It'll be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, they're a lot of fun and they do play up your assets in a big way, which is nice because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got Meryl Ramsler who, you know, worked for Victoria's Secret. She knows how to fit a body. She spent almost two and a half years doing the perfect fit. Um, and we've also teamed up with Kia Tomlin from Uptown Sweats. Her husband is uh, Mike Tomlin who, uh, is with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and she has her own line called Uptown Sweats, which the whole thing is from the bedroom to the boardroom, and she makes these luxurious bamboo stretch um, outfits that are just fantastically comfortable and stylish, and she actually came and designed with us this year, created a camo pair of 2K Grey Bridges and a black-on-black pair. So those will be really chic and stylish, and those will be out next month. Oh, fantastic. So how do how do people stay on top of all the new styles? That's what sounds that's cool, is that you're coming out with new things all the time. Yes, yes. Our Facebook page is definitely the place to go. I am constantly posting and letting people know what's going on and asking for opinions. Because, again, we, we want to be the brand that listens to what our customers want, and we want to constantly be innovating um you know this is this is our our baby brand and you know we're really excited to make it the best in the market so our facebook page is definitely the place to go our instagram page is another place where we uh keep our customers up to date on everything fresh and new 
our website, it's currently under construction. We're putting um, all of our new styles up, and, um, you know, we've got a bunch of retailers all over the country that now carry the brand. So you can check out our Facebook page for all of those retailer listings. Well, very good. Thank you so much for stopping by tonight. And as I said, welcome to the Horse Radio Network. Thank you. You guys are awesome, and I hope you have a beautiful evening and that you stay nice and warm. Thanks, Jordan. You too. Great to meet you. Great to meet you guys too. Take care. Well, now in the show, we have Jennifer Oliver. She is a massage therapist, equine massage therapist here in Lexington, Kentucky. Well, this evening, I am, it is really my pleasure to have Jennifer Oliver. She is our massage therapist here at Maplecrest Farm on the show. Jennifer, welcome. Hey, Reese. How's it going? Great. Well, we're super happy to have you back. Apparently, Gwen looked it up. You came on the show uh, about two and a half years ago, but we thought it was time for another segment and to talk about... Oh, great. Yeah, we, we thought it was time because um, you are very, very active here at our farm and a huge part of our team. And we had a couple listener questions about massage therapy. So could you just kind of start us off talking about some of the benefits of massage therapy that you see in dressage horses? Sure. Well, um, as you well know, dressage has a lot to do with a horse being able to complete all the movements it needs to do in any te- any given test at any level. So what massage is extra good at is helping the horses keep that peak range of motion so that when you go in to do a dressage test, you know that you're giving your horse all of its, um, all you can give it to do its best. Like any kind of training you would do on a regular basis causes tension, just like in people, if you go to the gym, you get sore, or you know how like, even if you don't work out a lot, you know how you always have that crick in your neck or pain in your back. Well, horses are the same way. They always have an area that is more tense than, you know, any other area. And on every horse, it it can vary. And what those tension areas do is, is hold that horse back from, you know, bending to the left or getting or holding that lead change. You know, they'll, they'll get favorites and all that. So, so what I do is I go in and I work the horse head to toe well, and head to tail. And, uh, Mm -hmm. we, and I, I balance them out. So you will see those bending issues corrected and you will see, um, just a more forward way of going and you'll see, um, them not favoring that right lead as much as the left. Um, so, you know, stuff like that, which is all very important in the dressage world. So Jen, can you uh, explain to us what you're doing when you go, when you do a massage session session and and what you're how you're helping the muscles with uh, by manipulating them? Sure. Um, well, when I start, I first kind of get to know the horse, and just like humans, horses prefer certain techniques to others. So I kind of try to mold rather than me having a technique that I always go with. I try to mold my sessions to the horse. So. My technique is to go into the stall with the horse. Normally, I let them be untied unless they they don't like to sit still. Um, but I think that this gives them kind of knowing that they're free to do what they want. Then they're like, oh, okay, well, this is this is my session. This is up to me. And I find that I can get the horses to be more relaxed in that kind of scenario rather than always doing them in cross ties. You know, and some prefer the cross ties, some prefer the stall. So I'll I'll go in whether crosses their stall and, and start, normally I start their pull, um, 
normally I'm kind of briefly at their pole because that seems to be an area where horses are tense. They don't really like you there if they don't know you. So if it's a new client, I'll, I'll kind of just see what's there and kind of move on down the neck. And they try to follow along the bladder meridian, which is this line that goes from the pole all the way down through the back, through their hind end, and down to their their hind, both of their hind legs. So there's one inside going from their pole to their hind legs. And when I work, work along that, what I'm searching for is any tension or reaction from the horse. So if the horse, you know, shows me a flinch or or, you know, kind of is resistant in the area, or I can just palpate and feel that there's tension in the area, I'll stop, address it. And normally when I address each point, I start off by loosening it up with some sort of a light touching. Um, sometimes I'll do something called, um, where I'll, I'll palpate it, and then I'll um, do percussions on it, which actually helps to open the area up to get the blood flow moving. So then that way when I move in with my stronger techniques of like pressure point type stuff and fascia release stuff that it isn't so painful for them. So it's kind of, you kind of have to think of it as layers. So I work in layers. And then once I release the point, I do more percussion, um, you know, soft rubbing motions to get that, that uh, tension released from the area. So all that lactic acid doesn't just sit there and get sore. So that's kind of how I work each point, And then I, I go both sides down the horse. I focus on the areas where they're the most tense, but I always work every part of the whole horse on both sides to make sure that they're balanced. Fantastic. So, Jen, how often do you recommend people have their horses massaged? Typically, um, I I like to hang out around once a month with my horses, especially the competitive horses, because I find that that's when a lot of the key parts of the massage start to fade. Um, you know, when I work on a horse, sometimes there are some things that will never come back, you know, ever. And, and so then, you know, there's that, but then you have another layer that, you know, really starts to wear off in about a month. And then if you have horses at like the SEI level or advanced adventures or, you know, any, anything like, you know, um, Grand Prix jumpers, stuff like that, the horses are really working hard all the time. I would bump that up to once every two weeks and then, and, or, before every competition that way you know they're always feeling their best for the shows jen is there is there some stuff that that you see a lot most common that maybe you know sort of rider caused or things that riders can think about when when uh they're training and and then they can sort of assess um by themselves that that would uh help a massage therapist to do their job better oh well what i tend to see that would help the most is doing as much stretchy movements as you can. So making sure you give your horse ample warm-up and then making sure you're really getting their neck stretched before you really push them hard or, or make sure you cool them down enough after the work. Um, because when you start a horse too fast or finish them too fast, that can really cause a lot of the, that tension to stick, you know, and and that can just vary depending on where. But, um, you know, those things, anything that you can do that stretches out your horse really can make a huge difference. Um, and as far as riding, you know, you definitely see a lot of, um, like if a rider is sore and they're, you know, has a tense low back, you often will see that in the horse. So it is interesting how stuff like that can correlate. But, um, you know, as far as technique and stuff, I, I think that, you know, for the most part, all of my clients are good riders. And so I don't have any specific thing that I would say other than warming up and cooling down. 
Oh, that's fantastic. So Jen, can you tell us a couple exercises or some techniques that we can use as riders on our horses? Sure. Um, my favorite, and I think most important, and kind of goes back to what I just said, is the stretching. Um, because if you can do like carrot stretches after you ride, that can make a big difference. And, and it's almost like if you think of it as yoga. If you, go to, if you do yoga every day, you're less likely to need to go to the chiropractor because you stretch everything out and everything's fresh and getting all that energy and getting all that blood flow. So it's the same idea in the horse. Um, and then secondly, it's pretty simple and it sounds like it wouldn't help any, but if you find an area on your horse that's really reactive, you know, like let's say you brush them and their, their shoulders are going crazy or, you know, you're rubbing on them and they're shy away at their pull or something what I find to be really helpful is if you just take your left hand preferably because your left hand is your giving hand and your right hand is your taking hand, which sounds kind of weird, but that I've actually found that to be kind of true. But you take your left hand and you put it over that really reactive spot and you just set it there and just leave it there for, you know, about a minute or two minutes and just get your horse in a nice relaxed mode where it's comfortable and comforting and you'll be surprised to see that most of the time you will get a release from your horse. You'll see a yawn or a licking of the lips or a shaking of the head. Um, and that really just helps to release that area <clears throat> and kind of warm it up and just give it some relief there. Fantastic. I love it. Well, Jen. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. So, so you're like just a, applying some pressure to the area? just, and just You don't even have to. I mean, it can be so light. It's, it's almost like an energy type technique. But when you say that, that way, people think it's strange but it's like almost like a reiki type thing and i I mean i found it to be there especially in really really reactive places where people can obviously know something's not right i've really seen big changes just even using that because if i work on a horse that's so tense that i can't do any deep work that's all i do um yes it's it's a very interesting kind of concept and i've i've really found it to be effective so Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I think, in, and also, like you were just saying, you know, to just be aware of when you're grooming your horse. You know, I think some of us get in a hurry and we don't pay attention to, oh, that, that spot may be a little painful or, you know, you should be checking that when you're grooming. And this is a great way to, to work on those particular areas. And, uh, but Jen, thank you so much for coming on the show this evening. How do our listeners get a hold of you if they have any more questions on massage therapy? Um, well, I have a Facebook account. Um, my name is Jennifer Oliver. I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. And then, uh, my email is joliver0 at yahoo.com. So shoot me an email. It's fine. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Jen. Thank you. Always great to talk to you guys. Well, Philip, we really miss you the last couple of weeks. I, it's very rare that I don't talk to you for like weeks at yeah, a time. For a long time, yeah. It's so I have to be weird. pretty far away for that for us not to, you know, have a chat about something horsey. I know it's it's, it's yeah for sure. So tell us about your trip. It sounded amazing. Yeah, well, I don't really remember, you know, how this whole thing came about. <laughs> I think it was just uh, we saw a really great flight deal. I guess. Um, to go over to Southeast Asia. So Meredith and I, being adventurous as we are, just said, okay, let's just do it. You know? And so we had this plan from, from, the, uh, from the summer, and we put together this whole thing and, you know, flight itinerary and, and here to go. And, and so um, actually we flew from Toronto. The, the flights were tricky, but 
We flew from Toronto to Chicago, Chicago to Japan, and Japan to Vietnam. So um, we had not really planned to go to Vietnam. We really, our, I think our big destination was sort of Thailand, but um, we were able to put this whole thing together where we flew to Vietnam. We spent a day there, which was uh, uh, amazing. You know, we went to Ho Chi Minh City, which is enormous. I guess there's more than 10 million people in wow, that city, and that. it's uh, it's beautiful, and it's got like a million people get around by by like motorbike, scooter things, like not like classical. <laughs> And there's Harley like no sense, rules on the road, is there? They just go. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. It's just like if you're brave enough, you can just go where you want. <laughs> so, and there's like hundreds, thousands of these motorbikes. So that was really fun. We had organized uh, a tour there that you actually you hire a per. You know, uh, there's companies that will take you around and do the sightseeing of the city by motorbike scooter. So you just hop on the back with a driver, and they take you destination, destination. So it was. It was uh, a little hair raising, especially at first, because we're just totally not used to that type of traffic. But uh, um, it turned out to be really fun, and we saw a bunch of stuff, you know, in our one day. Uh, the thing about this trip is that we actually had sort of jam packed it full of destinations and places to go, and it was, uh, I think, it was more tiring than what we really had wanted. But uh, um, you, you know, were over the there, Anyways, yeah, and we you were over there, yeah. I can imagine yeah, that you sort of we went that from trip. there the next day to Cambodia. We went to Siem Reap to see um, Angkor Wat, which is this huge temple. There's a, there's a bunch of temples in this area that were built in like the um, 1200s and earlier, and they're really really amazing. Like it's a UNESCO World Heritage site, and uh, and it's just uh, Cambodia is just really beautiful, beautiful. And these temples were amazing. So we did sort of three days of tour there and then we knew after that that we need a break so we flew from there to uh to the coast of thailand we we stayed on a, on an island called Koh chang and got and soaked up some beach time so uh nice yeah that was really nice the beaches there are unbelievable just i mean i've been down south in the caribbean and through mexico and but i mean it's just you know blue water and warm and sunny every day the weather was perfect it was just Made, we did a little snorkeling, a little this, a little that. So um, that was incredible. And then we went from there to to Bangkok, which was our sort of our final stop, um, and stayed in in the city for a couple of days. And then we went to a, a national park for a couple of days to check out the nature and and tour the jungle a little bit. So we did a lot of stuff. It was really actually very tiring, like I said. And uh, um, not one horse. I saw one horse. I got a picture of Did one you? horse. Did you? So nice. I, I've got to pull the pictures off my camera, but <laughs> the whole time. And really, I was looking because I thought, oh, you know, maybe you see a horse or two. Yeah, work horses usually over there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, no, they use mostly ox for their for for their fields, you know, to, to plow and, and do their, you know, do the jobs. Um, so all I saw was one horse and it was just put there for, for tourists to take a photo with. So it was really... <laughs> You had the stunt awesome. horse. Yeah, you're like, here. <laughs> there it is. There's a horse. There yeah. it is. There's a horse. It's a little bit strange. Um, That's awesome. But uh, yeah, it was an awesome trip. Totally How not about the food? I don't do every seafood. Every once in a while, right? You I don't need do to get seafood or fish. How, how about the food? <laughs> yeah, you're not eating. Food is good. Uh, we, uh, Meredith and I really, we have a, a Thai restaurant close to our house that we visit all the time. So uh, we're sort of 
used to the the rice and the noodles and and you know sort of curry dishes and things like that. But uh, you know, after about three or four days, we were a little. We had to search out some pizza. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's good. I mean, they, I mean, it's you know, most of the most of the destinations are really catered around tourists, and and they, you know, and so you can find a pizza place anywhere in the world. Yeah, I think. Yeah. How about a burger? Did you have a burger? And a burger. Yeah, I had the best one of the best burgers I've ever had. What? You know, what? In America combined was in uh, was in Bangkok. There's uh, you know a burger restaurant. I think it's sort of catered to expats and things and. Uh, and it, it was it was huge and it was awesome and delicious <laughs> and it had That's just so regular cool. toppings on it. I didn't go exotic with it and it was just <laughs> it was nice to have a burger after two weeks, right? Yes. So, yeah, after two yeah. weeks of noodles and rice, <laughs> oh, you were really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you can only have so much soup, rice, noodles. <laughs> <laughs> so the Thai food is similar to the restaurant, like you know, sometimes like Chinese food, you're like, is this? Yeah, food? Chinese food can be totally different, but I think. I think the, the it was very similar to the restaurant. It didn't have everything that the restaurant had, but uh, yeah, I mean pad thai is a, is classic. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. You know, I think everybody yeah. knows it, and and I think, uh, um, like I said, the the places we went to are pretty, you know, touristy. So maybe they were just catering it to what we think pad thai is, but uh, but I mean it was awesome. We we had an awesome trip, and everything worked out really well, and. Um, I I don't think I'm ready to get on a plane anytime soon. It was oh, I bet not. Ooh, Thirteen huh? hours to Japan, and it was a lot, and then an extra five or six to uh, to Thailand. So, yeah, that was a long. Day. And I'm sure you went first class with the showers and the beds and. Oh no, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a <horse> guy. <laughs> Economy for me. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, great. That's what a trip. You do exotic trips. I love hearing about your trips because it's Crazy. like 90% of us will never do that trip, you know? So, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'll have a ton of photos. I'm going to, you know, I mean, as usual, you do the Facebook thing, but uh, I think we took 800 and it was something like close to 900 photos. So we got to oh, edit wow. it down. And I'll just wow. Pick that's yeah. amazing. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. That's so cool. It's fun. Great. It's fun. I recommend it. Cool. I you love guys it. Are, I love you it. Are, you are exotic travelers. I'm impressed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So cool. Well, why don't we get to our next and final guest for the day? Well, for our final guest tonight, we have a, fa- a favorite of the show, Maggie McIsaac. We're going to talk about a little bit about holiday shopping. I know everybody's into holiday shopping now. Myself, my office looks like Santa's workshop. So uh, <laughs> a little bit about some gift items. And uh, then we're going to snag her for a trainer tip as well. So enjoy. Well, for this Christmas holiday season, we have our favorite trainer from Wisconsin, Megan McIsaac, back on the show. Megan, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. I love it. We love, love, love having you. And Philip and I were chatting and we're like, we know exactly who to call for our holiday gift guide for 2015. (laughs) So we were just going to chat a little bit about some different items that, you know, all of us maybe are picking for Christmas. So, or, or think that it would be great to, to give a a horsey friend. So we'll just let you get started. What, what are some, some items that you like? Okay. Helmets. I suggest a helmet because we buy our helmets and we keep them for five years. We need to like change it up and we need to stay safe and our head is the most important thing. Um, I love the IRH elite riding helmet. So I recommend that I'm all about the helmets. Um, and my 
sometimes my clients come in and they're looking a little shoddy and I'm like, please buy a new helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas man. Christmas. Stay, I'm stay so yeah, stay safe. And, you know, I, I actually, I, it's funny you should say that because I went into my locker here in the barn today and I was like, what's that smell? And I picked up my helmet and it's disgusting. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I'm going to have to buy one for my, like, one for myself. It's really gross. I mean, I, and I've washed it. It's not like I don't wash it, but I was just like, Oh, so that may be my holiday gift for myself. Like, you know how they have sales after Christmas? I think I may. I yep. should have done it on Black Friday for myself. So I love that tip because I personally, I mean, I'm just saying if anybody wants to, you know, do a helmet, I'm, 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 I'm available. But um, Get her a helmet, people. Get her a helmet. Yeah, it, yes, 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 yes. I'll talk to I Travis. love it. So, so my next one is um, brow bands. Um I told, I get all my brow bands from Crown Jewel Design, um, Janet Quinn, if anyone's ever heard of them. Um, I love her brow bands. Um, and everybody is into bling um, and all the crystals, and she picks them out. And what's really nice is um, the husbands come to the horse shows, and they always ask me, what should I get my wife? And I'm like... Get him a brow band. Decorate the horse. <laughs> Love it. Does she do like matches? You can, you can never, you can have, never have too many brow bands. Yeah. I guess. Right? No. 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 <laughs> matching stock ties. I, I mean, sometimes you can get your stock tie to match your brow yep. band. What? Love it. She has matching stock ties. She also has jewelry and jackets. Um, and usually in the Midwest, obviously she's located in Illinois, but. Um, She's at the horse shows. She also has a website, so you can Google her and check her out. And I love her brow bands. So I can't say enough about her brow bands. Um, I would say um, you can't get enough gloves, breeches, shirts, and jackets. I think like, gloves, I is go a, through- gloves is a good one. That's you know that's something that uh, I never really buy myself because I wear them until they, <laughs> the fingers yes. fall off of them. So. Yes! I'm I'm like basically Megan's holiday shopping list because I also had to throw a pair of gloves away today. I I went into my tack room and I'm like, oh my gosh, like it was cold too. And like literally my ring finger wasn't even there anymore. I was like, oh, this is stupid. Why do I need to throw these away? It's time. So they're like socks for me. Mm. I was just going to say, is is my wife the only one with a thousand pairs of socks? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. No. no. You're always losing like, one of them, the left yes, or the right you're, one. You yeah. have to throw them away. And you like you're like, how do I have like five socks in here with not a match? It drives us crazy. It's just Travis and I, like, how how is this possible? Gosh. Socks and gloves. That's what we need, people. You know, my mom always slides in those toe warmers for my and my Christmas oh. stocking. Oh, love it. You know, the ones that yeah. like stick on your toes. Oh, it's every year. Mm-hmm. It's always in my little stocking. And I love it. Those are, that's a stocking stuff for me. Like, I'm like, love, 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 love those. I think you can usually find some little, um, some horsey themed um, jewelry, you know, like little earrings or a necklace. I mean, uh, you know, sort of, you know, that look like little bits. That's always a big, a big thing. Oh, and belts, belts and bracelets that match with the bits and the bling. Oh, yeah. All about it. (laughs) Oh, I love it. And if you guys seen the um, monogrammed uh, saddle tags, these are oh, super no. cool. Oh my yeah, gosh! I mean, for I think they should, they sell them for saddles and for bridles that you mm-hmm. have a little 
a little tag on there and yeah, they're, they're very cool. Yeah, they're really good for oh. horsey, like horsey friends or somebody you want to get something kind of unique for. Okay. I think they're they're fantastic. And then I have to be honest, the Charlotte Desjardins headband, I so want it. Because everybody <laughs> so much. You're going to wear that in Florida? I'm going to wear it today. I mean, I'm going to be Charlotte. I, you know, anytime I can be Charlotte and wear a cool headband, I'm going to do it. I, I kind of want it too. I agree. See, I, 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 you won't see me wearing that around. <laughs> Phil, you know, Phil, you know what to get me. You know you can get me my idol's headband. And I'll shorten my rings just for I'll you. I'll look for it. I'll look for it. It's yeah, probably I, a I'm I'll, just I'll saying, the Charlotte T-shirt that headband is... But if is I see excited. you wearing that thing in Florida, I, I'm going to disown you. Maybe I'll just turn up the air conditioning, you know, in my house, and I'll be like, oh, I can wear my headband in the house. Yes. You need to get a picture of that and post it on the Facebook radio show. Oh, I totally will. Oh, everybody knows. I, I love Charlotte. She's so cool. And she now has a cool fashionista headband in which <laughs> I want <laughs> for Christmas. I think, I, think a good, I think a good present for any horse trainer is wine. Just, yes. just put oh, that out there. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. I love it. Yep. I think there's a, tons of really cool, especially in, in Kentucky, like horse-themed wineries you know that use yeah. a lot of horse stuff on the labels and oh stuff. you don't mean the box kind we are not picky sometimes every horse trainer is not picky about wine that's actually what I, my vet gave me is a bottle of wine with their label genius oh that's really genius yeah oh, they're, for thanksgiving. they're bottling their own wine can you do that? They're bottling their own wine. Does that tell you something? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. That is genius. Oh my gosh, I love it. Like, I think that would be a great one for trainers. You know, put your your label on a bottle of wine and give it to all your clients. I love it. I I'm gonna Google that. Myself. <laughs> tell them to drink yeah. it before their lessons. Or just yeah. regift oh, it yeah. back to me. Just regift it back. This is for Tuesday. I think that would be super. <laughs> yeah. You didn't ride very well, and you had to scream. Here, I'll give you regift the wine back to here's you. The, yeah, here's wine. I'd happily take it. I'd be like, yes, advertising. So I love it. Awesome. I love it. This is very good. Whips. See, oh, whips are also good because they're one, they, all these things they wear out. You know that you think they wear out. Oh, it's fine. And then the next thing you know, you're like, why? Do, why is every whip in this place broken? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why is this happening? This is you not have bad horses. That too. No, no, I have wonderful <laughs> horses. But they, like, you know, they get dropped. Or uh, I had a horse. I think the handles come off, right? The, the handles come the off. They walk off. Yeah. yeah. They, they grow legs. I mean, it's just, you know. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, too, but, like, my indoor is the opposite of the barn. Like, and they're not together. And so it seems like either all the whips are in the indoor or all the whips are in the tack room. Like, how yep. it's never, like, a good ratio of, like, where they are. They're, I'm like, <laughs> why do we have no whips out here? This is not okay. This is bad. I love it. I love it. Well, these are all such great holiday tips. Philip, do you have anything for a horsey husband that you can throw out there? I came on the horsey husband show and Glenn said I didn't count as a horsey husband. So, you know, I, yeah, she, he, you know, I think That's I, not nice. I don't think he does. He owns more he does? houses than his wife. 
Yeah. No, but yeah. still the worst he has been. No, 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 no. I, I'm going to go on Philip's side here. That is so not nice because, you know, I've seen Philip in action and there are times that he has to like, you know, I'm like, be nice, tone it down. Like, what's your problem? Okay, well, we determined that being a horse husband means when you go to a show, you have to hold everything. Uh, I don't Philip think I have to hold stuff. Uh, Philip yeah. still does that. Oh, you do? he still okay. has to do that. I, I hold everything and I coach. And he coaches. Yeah, no, no, no. He double duty. He has to do double duty. I, I All right, say. I guess we'll let you in the club. Jeez, Glenn, man, oh, that's guess. rough. Oh, that's not nice, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, be nice. Yes, no, but I, I feel like no, it's no, very good. No, that was my that was my horsey husband suggestion was the jewelry. I I think you know always. Can always I recommend bling, right? somebody? Yes, and I actually bought some this year. There, Jane Hart jewelry. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, JaneHart.com and it's just classier than a lot of them I've seen yes. mm-hmm. and like I know from jewelry from jewelry but uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what I was very impressed and she has jewelry she has secretariat some of the famous racehorses she has a famous uh, dressage horse Yes, does yeah. she oh, have Legolas? Rav- Rav- Maybe Legolas uh, or Ravel. Ravel, yep. And, Ravel, uh, yeah. You, you can get Ravel there. It's just classy stuff. JaneHart.com. I just happened to know that because I actually bought some there. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very good. We'll keep Ooh. that quiet. Yeah, so I don't think my, I think my that. wife's not here. So yeah, that's good. Keep that side. <laughs> keep that quiet. I love Susan, it. Let's do our show. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, Megan, thank you as always for coming on and you're going to hang out with us. And right after this total saddle fit tip of the week, you're going to come back and give us a trainer tip. All right. This tip brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The saddle fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. So, Megan, you and I have done and been trainers and young riders together for many, many years, and Philip knows you quite well, um, also as a trainer from the Young Dressage Horse Trainers Conference. And I can't believe we haven't snagged you for a trainer tip yet. You've been on the show a couple times. Yeah. So what is your total saddle fit tip of the week? Don't be afraid to kick your horse. Let them move forward. I think I said that seven times today. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love my students. I think I did five. I think I was about five today. So I'm I'm not great at your level, but I'm coming there. I get it. I get it. Yeah, they're great. They get stuck and they think they're pushing. And they just need to make a difference. So don't be afraid to give them a little kick and let them go. <laughs> I love it. That's my, kick or, 
or bend. Mine was today, my particular student, you know, bending. She thought she was really bending the horse and nothing was happening. And I was like, okay, come on. I want to see her head move to the right, you know, like move Mm -hmm. it. Let me see. Mm -hmm. It's the same with kicking. Like sometimes you think you're making a, 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 you think you're actually making a difference. And unless there's actually a response, you're probably, mm-hmm. you're probably not quite making the difference that you need to make. Yep. So. And be uncomfortable. Get out there, do it. Oh, I love that. I think that that's great. I mean, I think I always you know, say that. Yeah, like, we talk, we talk quite a bit yeah. about getting out of the comfort zone. Yep. Right? But yeah. if it's and, and a little, you know? a little point about, about the kicking is that yeah. um, I, I've seen a couple of trainers and, uh, I think Lisa Wilcox is big on this, is that sometimes you instead of squeezing, you have to use a kick because mm-hmm. the squeezing can create a lot of sort of uh, tension on the horses. Like the horse is is sort of braced against the squeezing and that mm-hmm. you have to give a bit of a you have to give a bit of a kick to to break up that tension, to to, to not let the horse hold against your leg sometimes. And if you can you know, not like not crazy hard, but just um just to surprise the horse a little bit, and then they you can you can sometimes feel them sort of relax their rib cage if you can just give them a quick a quick bang yeah, on the yeah. side, and then and then and then yeah. the horse responds, and then you're like, okay, then I don't have to do everything. But you know, yeah. when you're squeezing, you squeezing, squeezing, pressing, 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 the horse is almost pressing back at you. That's I think that's in their nature that when they feel pressure on their side, they they will go towards the pressure instead of away from it. So you have mm-hmm. to you have to sometimes find a way to to get out of a a bad cycle or, or, or a bad habit of, uh, and, and get something done. Right. And, and, you know, I talk a lot about that when, when, uh, when we're talking about sideways aids, you know, it's, it's for forward aids, but it's for sure for sideways aids. If, if you're squeezing, squeezing, squeezing the life out of your horse and it's not moving sideways in a leg yield or a shoulder in, you got to do something about it. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and get the horse to respond and, and to break up the, that the horse holding against you a lot of the times, because that's, they just have a tendency to do that. So I think that's a, a very good tip and very helpful to, to give a bit of a kick, right? There's, yep. there's a lot of different ways to use your leg. And, uh, and if you're stuck with just one, try something else. It might work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Absolutely. I think that's a really, really good tip and just breaking up the tension and changing things. And um, I think don't be afraid. You know, sometimes it's you have to do it. You have to make a difference. So. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, Megan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. How do our listeners find you online? Um, Lindenhoff.com or uh, Lindenhoff1 at AOL.com. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Megan, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well, as always, we love emails and Facebook shout-outs, and we have to thank all our listeners for our wonderful holiday uh, voicemails that you left us. That was so cool. Thanks for thinking about us. And we wish everybody a very, very happy holidays. Uh, And you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com. And my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a great show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back and we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 